0: It's time for Weenie Bat, You Wormy Turds.
1: I'm not going to use it. but I'm going to see. You're listening to Weenie Bat, Fox. You say... You say...
2: You're listening to Weenie Bat. Enjoy, you fucking bitch.
1: Okay, so I don't remember what happened Saturday. Or, um... Like, why we didn't record.
2: Oh. Well, uh... I distinctly remember being tired f- from when we put up posters.
1: uh huh.
2: And, um... And we got and in my eyes, I was like, "Okay, I'll will relax, have a nap, and then we'll record."
1: And I don't think we had, either one of us got back up after that.
2: Yeah, we both just were relaxing the rest of the day, which is great. Yeah. But we really should have done an episode.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, that would have been for this week. We were gonna do it last minute for last week because Tuesday we just straight up went to sleep at like. Right. 6 p.m. A similar
2: thing, except we were both sleeping. We
1: did set an alarm for that one though. Um, did not work out though. Because <laughs> I, w- I woke up at like went to bed at seven. We were supposed to record at eight, or went to bed at six. We were supposed to record at eight. I woke up for it, walked around. You were asleep too, and then I just kind of went I'm too tired for this, and went back to sleep. <laughs> yeah. So, but well, at least you <clears>
2: tried. <throat> Not not very hard. (laughs) You walked out of your your room. Oh, got something? No. Oh, I thought you were... Okay. That was
1: itchy. Oh, okay. I thought you were motioning to me like I had a boogie or something. No, just making eye contact like a human. (laughs) I know you're not, like, used to human respect, but... (laughs) (laughs) No, um... Yeah, so... After an episode of... We're really going to get on this and do this the right way. Yeah. We totally fucking didn't. Oops. <laughs> so... He shouldn't die. Yeah. Um, so how's your week been?
2: So it's been excellent. Um, I've been feeling good. Work's been a pain, but I'm getting through it. Mm-hmm. And um, got a, an improv show on Saturday, which I'm a little... I don't know. Wary. Yeah, because I've never done it before.
1: I mean, you've done the, the Sex With Me is, like, game.
2: Oh, yeah, that's I guess that's improv. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that game's pretty fun. So it might be some more stuff like that, which would be cool.
1: Hmm. And it's not with the Santa Fe improv, though, is it? Uh, I don't Or is think it so. through them or something?
2: You know, I don't even know. Oh, okay. I don't think it's with them. I think it's just with, you know, those wayward guys.
1: Is um, Jesse a wayward guy?
2: Yeah, technically, yeah. I haven't seen him in a long time.
1: He, I see him once, like, every six months.
2: Yeah, he... I think he had to move to Albuquerque or something, so it's making it harder uh, for him to come. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. I uh, He used to came, come all the time when I first started, and then yeah. I, I hadn't seen him in a while.
1: So, the... Because you started, like, six months before I did. Right. And I The first time I'd seen him was, like, maybe the first or second night show, and then Halloween, and then just, like, not again for a very long time. Was it that little? I've seen him, like, five times. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> like, the cake show, night school a few times, Halloween, I think I saw him at Second Street. Um... There's been times where we played hacky sack with him. Like I've I've probably met Jesse less than 10 times. Wow. Maybe less. <laughs> like 6. That's weird. Yeah,
2: Jesse's he's a nice dude. I played video games with him once mm-hmm. and he does this thing where when we're done gaming together, mm-hmm. he doesn't say like have a good night or anything. Just hang, he just, just hangs a- up and for whatever reason that like makes me feel like
1: he's mad. That sounds like a very mad thing to do. I at least tell Norton, I'm like, I play video games with my buddy Norton all the time, I at least tell him, I was like, hey, I'm going to bed. Right, or something. It's like, yeah. I'm going to get off now, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like, he just logs off, doesn't say anything, it's like, the match is over, he's gone. Yeah, what? just please. I was like, you're not a real person. It's <laughs> like, okay. But apparently that's just how he
2: is online, because he's a nice dude. And- mm-hmm. But I asked him about it. I'm like, why do you just
1: leave when we're done playing games? That's probably the most awkward way to do an Irish goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, usually you just disappear when nobody pays attention to you. Right. But you are actively doing something with somebody. That's like you're at, I don't know, work, and then somebody just walks out the front door leaves. <laughs> yeah. and you In front out. of everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um...
2: um... But he, he sucks at Rainbow Six Siege. But yeah, so we. Um, oh, speaking of hacky sack, mm-hmm. you bought you bought me a hacky
1: sack mm-hmm. out of the kindness of your heart. Also, because the lady was gonna upcharge me because my purchase was less than two dollars. Upcharge you? Yeah, she's like, a, there's a forty cent fee or blah blah blah. Unless it's eight dollars, I was like, fuck that. Where's that hacky sack? I guess it was like seven bucks. <laughs> I'm not giving you free money, bitch. You know.
2: Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest with you what happened um, it's not a big deal but I as you were at the register you were going to steal it yes <laughs> I had one in my pocket already why didn't you just steal that one and then give me the other one
1: then well, you would have
2: two Honestly, it felt a little bad because it's like a mom and pop like toy store, you yeah. know. So it's, I,
1: it's been around since I was a kid.
2: Really? Yeah. Yeah. It, they don't deserve for me to steal them. But I, I when you broke, you broke. Yeah. So I was going to, and then as soon as you offered to buy it, I, would, I put it back.
1: Uh Yeah. Uh, we went in there so I can get a new rubber chicken because this is mega important. It is to me a little bit. Yeah. Because Josh fucking lost mine. I did lose his rubber chicken. And this chicken is only like. The size of a quarter, maybe. Really? Well, you got a really tiny one. Well, that's the one you lost originally. Oh right. That's yeah. what I wanted to get a replacement for. <laughs> a I replacement thought, I, rubber chicken. I thought it felt very important to have one as like a comedian because it feels so fucking stupid to have yeah, one. But yeah. But the fact that it is so tiny makes it even better. Yeah. And it's the, it's not like a regular sized rubber but, chicken. Like I said, the size of a quarter. Yeah, And then I found out they have like slightly bigger ones, like, I don't know, how big would you say that is? The like a bigger uh, one? It's like where two inches? It? Like three or four inches? Yeah. Or maybe two inches. I can see how you are probably great at measuring things. <laughs> um, you never eyeball anything. I met your penis. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I got a backup for uh, my tiny chicken. I got one that's slightly bigger. And maybe one day I could get one the size of a car. Oh my god. That would be the coolest thing. Especially if you could drive it. Oh, you want to fashion it into a vehicle? Maybe. That or just one the size of a car. Like, it's still rubber, it squeaks, and you just gotta roll it out of the way. (laughs) It's just massive. Just fucking in the way all the time. Like, when it rains, it fills up and you gotta drain it and shit. (laughs) There's chores involved with owning
2: it. Yeah, you have to, like, roll it out of your garage (laughs) just to have it.
1: Actually, if it was in the garage, it'd probably just get way too dusty. And unused, yeah. Yeah, and nobody would be, like... What am I saying, unused? How do you use it? I don't know, like, why is a rubber chicken associated with comedy to begin with? Like... Isn't that, like, some vaudeville shit? I have no idea. (laughs) Rubber chicken. Like,
2: Like... Seems like something they would like trip, like fall over or trip on or something.
1: I know you squeeze them and they make a noise. Oh, do they squeak? The ones I've seen. Oh, okay. Unless like you fling them and they fly like rubber, stretchy rubber. Maybe uh, I, have no, I, I have no idea what the use is for them at all. I feel like if I look it up, it's going to ruin it for me though. The mystery is cool. Yeah, I agree I'm going to let it you. just yeah. be a mystery. Just let it ride. Like, if not I'll just make something <laughs> up and tell people that's what it's for. I'm pretty convincing about bullshit. That's true. Yeah, you could convince people of stuff for sure. That's because I'm almost never wrong.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Even with textbook humility. Well I give it to you though. Uh, you're you're
1: almost never. Almost never. Which, yeah. which I'll have to agree with. That has been a fun saying of mine for like the last five years though. I'm almost never never wrong. Mm-hmm. Which is a pretty good track record. There's yeah. some people that are just fucking wrong all the time. and Yeah, and most of those people think they're right all the time, usually. Yeah. yeah, I at least back my shit up to some point. It's not like... If I'm making something up, I'm definitely making something up, and I'll tell you almost immediately. Right, yeah. But um, Now, I am almost never right. Yeah, but it's like your own Maybe stubbornness, not so much as that you think you're right. Like, um... Uh, Really, you think it's stubbornness? I think it's stubbornness more than anything. I think you know that you're wrong about something, but you don't want to let it go because you want to be right and it's not there. I actually have no basis for any of this, though. So. <laughs> yeah, you know,
2: um, I, I, ha- I am guilty of doing that sometimes, though. I don't think it's like a, a common, like, it's not like a huge problem I have, mm-hmm. you know? You're probably and not I, wrong I... that
1: often is why
2: yeah well, I'm not good at explaining my point because I take Kratom and I think it clouds my mind. I used to be able to talk about stuff. I used to talk way better. Th- real good. I used to talk <laughs> real good. <laughs> <laughs> I, was a,
1: I was a good talker yeah. and um, no, I was I was really bullshitting though. like I, like that sounds like a reason people are upset about things. So, what? I like I said, I have no basis of, like, whether or not you're right or wrong most of the time. Yeah, like, um... Did I unlock something in your brain and you're like, maybe
2: that is right? <laughs> <laughs> no, not necessarily. It Well, a little bit. Like, it is... It's just a funny thing, like... But I am... If, if I'm... I will relinquish a point, though. A lot of people are
1: unable to do that. I do it almost immediately. If, like, if... so. If somebody know if I know I'm wrong, or if somebody can actually sit there and go, "Yes, you are wrong," and then show me I'm wrong, I'm like, yeah, okay. You need the proof, though. Typically, you yeah, because you you, I'm not like I've
2: told you some things, and you are just like, mm. you really Question. fight it and you don't believe it, which bums me out a little bit. I mean, like, how often was I wrong though? No, we were talking about like. Um, string theory once and you were just like oh no, that reminds you're me you're wrong you're wrong
1: that reminds I'm me i like, um, not so the big Higgs boson yeah those particles are what are smaller than quarks but it's not that they're smaller than quarks they are the fifth smallest quark there's like five types of quarks that are all smaller um all right, we're digging it all back up again. Quark's I don't, like I don't, the smallest I don't, thing, man. Th- yeah, but there's, like, different kinds of quarks. I guess the Higgs boson is one of them. I don't remember oh, where yeah, I heard this, yeah. but it is the fifth smallest quark. It's not the smallest. It is the fifth smallest. It's, But there's something that's, like, the same as a quark, but it's not a quark. That's that thing that has been found to phase back and forth. Not a tachyon. I think a tachyon is technically a quark. I don't know. Whatever. What do you mean by phase? So... Um scientists have been trying to like make something teleport more or less. Like through light. I'm talking about entanglement. Maybe, I don't remember. Um but it's like this one particle, and they've been able to get it to go from here to here. Not like see it move, like boop boop. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Not a very big distance, mind you. But yeah, something about that, and then sometimes it just does it on its own. And, like, it just, like, hey, um, you know physics and everything, you guys? No, fuck you, I'm gonna do this instead. Yeah. It's, like, this weird, unpredictable thing. Yeah, I've heard of that, yeah.
2: It's it's really interesting. It is, but I'm not smart enough to know about it. Right, I, I have to watch a video, like, a hundred times before I start to grasp mm. this shit. But I have watched a bunch of videos on it. Never went to school for it, so... What the fuck do I know? But I do know a few, like
1: terms and stuff. Well, I mean, it's like, um, you know, when a, a, a fencer says on guard? Like, you always say oh, on, yeah. on guard? On guard. It's yeah. literally on guard. Get on guard. Like, oh, okay. A, a defensive. It's a defensive position in fencing. Oh, so you're telling the guy, get ready, basically. Kind of. But, like, before you fence or duel with swords, you actually salute, and it's like, Kind of the way they do with swords in the Marines. You know, the, the, the oh, yeah. weird commercial. Do you have to it? do that? No, not in the Army. Oh, not in the Army. Oh, the, in the story. Army I, I mean, um, like when you're fencing. Yes, they, they go up. They don't. I think they turn it, and then they go down at a 45-degree angle. And that's how they salute. Do you want to know how I know this? How? I took one stage fighting class. Really? In, in high school. They actually had a stage fighter come out and teach us. That's cool. Don't know why I remember it though. <laughs> that fucking... sounds like a fun class. Oh yeah, dude, it would so fucking cool to do like as a thing. But so they, they like teach you how to like throw fake punches. No, this dude just taught us like very basic fencing things, and then uh-huh. he left. It was like half hour, and then because they were doing That's uh... just fencing, huh? Yeah, interesting. But it's stage fighting or because stagecraft or whatever, because that that was what he taught. Fuck, but... sorry. But like, out of same same thing. Like that's something that's very interesting, and I've totally learned all about it if I could. Yeah. Or had the patience, didn't go to school for it. But like, I know it. Right. Totally. Yeah. I, uh... Granted, it's very little, and I don't think fencing is as complicated as physics, but I still cool. It, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it could
2: be. We don't know. Yeah. There are the nuances <coughs> of things that can get complicated. Like when you really dive into something, like, yeah, like comedy. Like, it's a lot more complicated than I first thought.
1: There was a, I just saw a video on this. In 1987, there was a a variety show that came out on Fridays. I think it was called Fridays or something. But they had what was called the Andy Kaufman incident. So Andy Kaufman was this old comedian back in the 80s that That was a terrible way to put that. He was was very popular. Um, Jim Carrey made a movie, Man on the Moon, about him. But he was... Fucking hilarious. Notorious asshole.
0: (laughs) He fucked Um, with people, yeah.
1: Not not like um, Chevy Chase kind of asshole, where he's, like, super racist and shit. Just, like, he took tanks too far.
2: (laughs) Is the best way to put it? He performed when, like... He performed like
1: all the time. Taxi, Taxi was what I was thinking of. He was on Taxi oh, okay. first. That's where he got super Puppet. But anyways, it, it was like a SNL type thing, and they're improv on stage. And it's, these four people are supposed to all smoke weed, but nobody else at the table knows they smoke weed. And they're like in a fancy restaurant, and so one by one, people are going to the bathroom, coming back. This is like the sketch. Yes, it's a fucking boring ass sketch, <laughs> up until Andy Kaufman breaks. <laughs> oh, that's what did he do? he just walks out and is like I feel stupid this is so fucking stupid <laughs> he didn't say fuck but <laughs> and then they, they bring the cue cards over to him and he's just like whatever He's like starts fucking up the table and um, oh that's the guy, awesome the guy across from him gets pissed so he throws water Andy Kaufman throws water on him and then he gets into an actual fight with another dude like one of the producers or something Oh, that's amazing!
2: He was basically like pot humor is fucking stupid. Like this isn't funny.
1: Maybe I don't know. I'm I'm speculating, but it seems like he didn't could... he didn't want to pretend to be stoned, more or less. Yeah, but or the way it was written, it's a, I don't know. But it sounds like a terrible sketch. It was fucking boring. <laughs> but it was the '80s, and pot was still funny, right? right? Totally, Cheech and Chong or whatever. That was the much earlier, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, pot, pot can be funny, but, like, I guess now that it's legal, it's kind of taking some of the fun away from it, because it's not so taboo. That's probably why you can talk about fucking kids so often. <laughs> Wait, how I talk about yes, fucking you. kids? you! <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I do, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's, it's kind of weird. Not the kid fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, that's,
0: that's pretty That's
2: cut kind strange. of horrific. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Of course, he did something like that. Have you seen Man on the Moon? Mm-hmm. It's a great, great movie. movie. Did you know Jim Carrey uh, decided to do that
1: method? I've seen the movie, the of showing how he did it, the the behind the scenes documentary. Yeah, of how he was also a major dickhead. <laughs> yeah, he basically was Andy Kaufman the entire shoot, which means he
2: acted like him, which was a nightmare. But he's just a fucking nightmare. Did you know people believe that Andy Kaufman faked his death? Oh yeah, I don't. I don't think he did, but the theory is pretty strong. Well, he so what was the the side character
1: that he used to do? Tony Clifton. Tony Clifton. So he he play this character, Tony Clifton, like in re- regular life, not just like on TV or when he was wrestling. And it was a character, and he'd call people as Tony and like fuck with them. Yeah, he just le- lived life as Tony Clifton. Most people would say that's, like, a personality disorder. Yeah, that's psychotic. Um, <laughs> but, but, yeah, like... It is funny, too. So, like, when Andy Kaufman died, Tony Clifton was at his funeral. Or somebody paid to be Tony Clifton. No way. Yeah. But, well, the, I think that's what it... I that's, so that's why people. <laughs> because Tony Clifton was also, like, he had prosthetics and stuff. It's right. Not, it he, wasn't just, like, I'm wearing a wig. It was, a, like, a leisure suit, a wig... Uh, sunglasses, prosthetic nose, and something else.
2: Yeah, but and he's like this bummy like lounge singer that and like an old I think it was at the time like an old school like thing
1: that people used to do. And he's well, like a a trashy version of that. Taxi was in the 70s, right? So it was like 10 years old at that point, And he did it well into the 80s. So maybe I just mean the character itself. His no, 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 I know, I'm just, I'm trying to think, like, because, like, in the 90s, you might know what a lounge singer is still, right? Nowadays, right, that yeah. is, like, what the fuck is that? Oh, okay, so yeah, maybe it was
2: uh, more pre- prevalent. It wasn't necessarily to, to, old school, but lounge
1: singers. Yeah, you gotta remember, this is four, almost 50 years ago now. Wow, damn. The 80s, at least. Yeah. 40 years realistically. But um I don't know why I said almost 50. But bad math. But no, like shit like that. It's just like what what like the equivalent of a lounge singer today? If like if that's the 80s, a lounge singer died out in the 60s. Um what would that be today? The equivalent of a lounge singer? Like uh like a guy that hosts a rap battle? No, they still do that. There's a whole TV show for it called Wild and Out. I know. <laughs> um, uh, a circus ringleader, maybe? That's barely gone. Yeah, I think that. I see. Yeah. Maybe not. That's not.
2: Well, um, something that's dying out, you mean? I don't know.
1: Kurt Cobain? <laughs> I don't know. Either way. It's not something we'll ever see again. <laughs> well, I mean, Kirk Bay won't, at least. Um, yeah, it's like... Nah.
2: Go for it. No. We just have dead air. Just fucking go for it. <laughs> I was gonna say... Uh, um, I was gonna say... Like, uh, jazz. Like, a certain genre of jazz. But I don't care. I don't know enough about jazz. Myself.
1: <laughs> I know jazz can be very interesting. And, like... Some people get super into it. I don't care. <laughs> it's literally
2: not worth caring about. I do like, I, I, I like, I appreciate artists, but...
1: how much work goes into it because it is not as like, free form as people make it out to be. It's not like, it's like freestyle rap, right? It's pre written, usually. It's not like improv rap.
2: Well, um, like, you're supposed to improv it. Nobody does, though. Well, if, yeah, if you see a guy and he seems to be doing really well, you mm-hmm. can be like, this is written, you fucker. But I've seen, uh, what is it? Scribble Jam. That's all I improvised. What is Scribble Jam? It's like a, a rap battle thing that's not all up around anymore, but they would rap battle each that's other. That's why I said. <laughs> what? Rap battle hosts? Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's My what favorite I said thing it. is gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. You're supposed to improvise it. Yeah. If if you're a fucking asshole and you fake it, but, um, but yeah.
1: I mean, I appreciate it if you made your shitty written rap work in an improv beat and situation. That's cool. Yeah. Ish.
2: Even though rap's not really your
1: thing. No, it's not. I I appreciate it, though. I like the Beastie Boys. Oh, Beastie Boys are amazing. Which is really what sets people off when you say something like that. So you like the Beastie Boys? Like to not white people.
2: Um, (laughs) Hey, a lot of black people or any race likes Beastie Boys, but I I get
1: your point. Yeah, not the ones I met. (laughs) Um, They were usually like really the Beastie Boys. They're fucking awesome to work out to, or play video games. Yeah, but I don't know. That's me though. Yeah, they made a country album. Did they? Yes. A country f- album. a full country album you can find
2: it online was that like before they became nope really they did it for fun <laughs> they're fucking they're amazing musicians man yeah
1: very Jewish are they all Jewish they all I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard someone say it like it is the equivalent of I don't know um modern Judaism is the Beastie Boys Because it's stereotypical Judaism, not as religion. Oh, okay. Are you saying that because they, like, don't pay for lunch and stuff? No, it's something I heard. It's a joke. I know. You're racist. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's like, um... I think it's because they don't tip. No, um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's kind of like if you had um what's his name, the guy who married his daughter, Woody Allen. Woody Allen. Wait, no, uh...
2: <laughs> no, it is Woody Allen.
1: No way, really. So he Did and the other fam- No. Woody Allen. So him, he was married to a very famous white lady. Can't remember her name. She had a child, white kid, and then she adopted an Asian kid. He. Woody Allen might have molested the boy. He said it happened. She said it happened. Nobody knows. Um, over years of this Asian child growing up, he divorced her, married the Asian kid. Sun
2: Wow. I thought he was married to his cousin. That's really fucked up. Yeah, it's worse <laughs> when you know it. <laughs> it's really oh. fucked up. What, but a, like,
1: what a scumbag. But yeah, there's like certain archetypes of Jewish stereotypes. Woody Allen's one of them. Not the molesting nonsense. Right, right. That's a weird stereotype to be. He's like, yeah, Jews molest kids. And, or, <laughs> it's like, <or> what? <laughs> <laughs> yes, because they have space lasers or something. <laughs> Beastie Boys are one of them. And then you have, like, um, James Caan, the manly Jew.
2: Oh, James Caan was Jewish. Mm-hmm. That's cool. James Caan rules.
1: Uh, some of the older stuff you see him in is, like, wild. Because, like... For whatever reason, I only recognize him as the older James Caan when he was in, like, um, one of the Will Ferrell movies. Mm, yeah, when he was older, yeah. Yeah, and then, like, you see him as a young man, and like, holy fuck, this dude is stacked. Like, he was a big dude. Really? I think he was, like, six-something, but, like, he's jacked. Jack. I was like, ah, oh, that's where they get, like, Samson and shit from. Because <laughs> Samson was a Jew. That's all I know about Judaism. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true, I'm no more. <laughs> yeah. <I know> <laughs>
2: no, a, a fucking uh, Godfather. Mm. He was sick and Godfather. Not really, as far as jacked goes, but he was just a cool character. That's when he was jacked.
1: Oh, really? You can't tell because of the suit. But um, okay. So the scene where they hit his wife or his sister or whoever—I can't think of it right now. Um fuck i knew this like everybody's name not long ago but uh the where where him and that other guy they go upstairs and they beat the shit out of this lady's husband they really beat the shit out of him because the actor had hit the actress like in real life on thing and they told him about it and he was pissed and so they go in there and they fuck him up wait are you serious yeah like you actually watch james conn beating the shit out of someone that's For amazing! Yeah. I can't wait to rewatch Godfather. Yeah, fi- I, that's fucking cool. Yeah, like I said, very manly Jew. <laughs> <laughs> he, he'll kick the shit out of you. I mean, not now because he's dead.
2: But, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he would have. But I mean, it, he might zombies. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it, I love the juxtaposition. I hate that word of uh, uh, James con actually kicking someone's ass oh that's not never the, it's the, not the, scorsese but and have you seen the irishman yes it's a the, good it's a great movie it's three hours long it's a long mm-hmm. motherfucker I, and the I, cg in it is
1: terrible it looks amazing but you can still tell that it's some fake bullshit all the de-aging they did does not help prevent uh robert de niro running like
2: an old man yes
1: oh my god Just get a fucking guy to stand
2: in for him. It looks bad. He hobbled around the entire movie. But you remember the scene where he's beating that guy up Mm -hmm. in the street? And he's like doing his
1: old man like kicks? Kicks, Yeah. It just looks terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Um, Very disappointing. The the new Scorsese movie, Flower Moon, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Tears of the Flower Moon, I think it's called. Three and a half hours long. (laughs) Yeah, he. he likes his long movies. From what I, I heard him in an interview once talking about it. I was like, yeah, if they let me do it, I'll do it. <laughs> well, that's more or less what he said. He didn't say it like that. But it's like, yeah, if I could just tell one great story, one long story, it could be six hours. <laughs> it's like, nobody wants that. <laughs> Break yeah. it up. Make I, a miniseries. <laughs> right. I wouldn't mind
2: a six-hour-long Scorsese movie.
1: Put some fucking breaks in there. Yeah, definitely. Have Make, an intermission or d- something. Like, that's the whole thing about miniseries. It's like, hey, we want to tell a six to ten hour story. Cool. We're not going to, like, play it all at once. Because that's psychotic. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, in
2: the three act structure or whatever, each episode is kind of contained. Mm. Instead of it being that well, first act, I mean, two hours or whatever. Well, did
1: you ever see the uh, Animal Farm? Oh, it, no. was on, it was on. It was an ABC version. It was like six to ten episodes. Each were like forty-five minutes to an hour. Oh no, I never saw that. But they they but they more or less broke it down by chapter because Animal Farm is not a long book. It's like ninety something pages. Totally. Yeah. It is a long fucking book though. Like I don't know how it it really stretched out somehow that ninety-eight pages because it goes so slow. I think. Oh, I see what you mean. But yeah. they when they did it as the miniseries, like I said, they did each chapter and they did it really well. Cool. Okay. So, I like that but story. Then, yeah. But it's. I think that might be the difference between a book and a movie because a book doesn't necessarily have a three-act structure because it's... It goes all over the place. Yeah, it does, yeah. It does something different literarily. Um, <laughs> I'm not, not going to try to try I don't want to say literally... Because I know that's not it. (laughs) Literarily. That's a weird word, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to say it. (laughs) (laughs) Feels gross. It's like trying to write Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. And when you write it down like 25 times, it looks worse every time. Yeah, you're like, this isn't spelled this way. Yeah. But no, I would break the movie in half, maybe. Put it in intermission. Like, how long is the original, how long is Titanic? That's a long one. I think it's, it's, um... It's only like two hours or something. That's what I thought, two hours. But they broke it up in half, put it on two VHSs.
2: Which is great, because if, you, if you're, like, when I was a kid, knew I'd pop... You the boobies were on. Well, that, that and I'd, uh... <laughs> don't get me wrong, I love the boobies. And then I'd pop in tape two, because that's literally when the all action the-
1: starts. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. It's like, fuck this first half of the movie. There's nothing <laughs> interesting there. The boobies are on the second tape, and all the action. <laughs> That's when the iceberg hits. It's awesome. Is it really? Like, after the second, or?
2: Like it, um... Immediately. Like, the suspicion of the iceberg is right at the end of the first tape, and then the second tape is... It's all the carnage. Yeah. It's fucking cool.
1: You know, it took only, like, two hours or something for the Titanic to sink? There's nothing, like, stupid quick. Two hours. Fuck. It might have been quicker. Can you imagine going through that? It might have been quicker. too. But, like... I don't remember what the time I, knew, I don't want to look it up either I'm gonna let the mystery just soak until it comes up again <laughs> yeah. but yeah, no it was something like super quick or super slow I don't remember and then like there's a bunch of people around them that could have fucking saved everybody and like the whole story like the actual story is wild like I don't remember the name of the ship but somebody had put out a warning beforehand about the icebergs so they didn't need somebody to fucking see it before they hit it and then there a call goes out to all these ships in the area. One ship was, I guess, like, not far away, right? And for whatever reason, they just kept going. And then, like, another ship took, like, hours to get there or something. So, fuck. Yeah. It but, just kept going? It just ignored it? No, there was, like, a... Yeah. And I think there, there's, like, theories as to why... Like maybe because their radio might have been down anyway, so they might not have received the message, or that yeah, they just uh, fucked them. Like there's a there's a bunch of different theories as to what it could have happened, but they were like super close and could have saved a lot of people. Ugh, god, that's fucked up. Well, uh, do you know about the Lusitania? Huh? Was a passenger ship during World War Two got fucking shot by a goddamn torpedo.
2: It was just full of civilians
1: yep they, they made a movie about it too I think like they end up shooting one of the uh, torpedoes with like a machine gun but they weren't supposed to have machine guns the Germans said they were like secretly sending uh, supplies to the war front and, like all kinds of crazy shit it might have been World War One. no it was, I don't know I don't remember it was probably World War Two, but something crazy like that wow that's fucked up yeah Lusitania and then there's Britannia my little brother used to know all of this. I could he could have like rattled it off for you. I can't. He likes his naval history. No, he was autistic. Oh.
2: <laughs> 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 uh. <laughs> oh, but um but uh no, your brother okay, yeah I yeah. am. But um so the Lusitania. It was filled with civilians. Mm-hmm. How long did that? Oh, you probably. Can't I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was hoping you had like
1: something else, another subject or something. Have you ever seen *Master and Commander*? Isn't that one really long too? That, but like the movie is not like anywhere near the book. That's the one with Russell Crowe, right? Yeah. But it's like a book series, right? Yes, there's there's like a bunch of books
2: in the series, but they were gonna make more movies for it, uh-huh. but it didn't do that well at the box office,
1: which is. So sad because it's a fucking amazing movie. That's the like the last movie Russell Crowe did before he just said fuck it, I'm gonna get fat, right? I don't, I'm not sure about that. I don't know. I believe it. I have no <laughs> real frame of reference for it, so <laughs> it's weird to see fat Russell Crowe. It is fun though. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> like he just gave up. It's He's
1: like I'm an actor. I'm Australian. I'm gonna do whatever I want. I'm gonna drink wine all day. No wait, that was um, who's the fat French guy? Oh, um... Pete on an airplane. Um, got kicked out. Uh, he was in Asterisk and Obelisk. Um, fuck. Gerard Depatue. Oh, right, okay. The big nose guy. Yeah. Okay. Was, he has French. a big nose because of how much he drinks. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> um... Like, have you ever seen somebody get real drunk and their, like, nose gets pink or it gets pink right here like they're sunburned? Mm, yeah. That's what it is. It's literally your blood vessels bursting. Seriously. hmm That can't be good. It's not. I mean, like, long-term, it's bad. It's not going to kill you, but the drinking will. Right. If you're drinking that much. so He was just wasted constantly. Made his nose swell up. From, like, the 80s on through... I think he got sober in the 2010s because he pissed on a lady on an airplane because he was drunk. That's amazing. I Why think did he, he peed pee- on a lady. Because he was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but... Well I, he must I, have I, blacked out. I think he couldn't get into the bathroom and he ended up just peeing on somebody in one of the aisles or something. There's video of it. Um, I don't No way yeah. I gotta see this. We'll just pause that. Okay.
0: One of France's best known actors appeared to be drunk during the ordeal. Well, we can probably imagine he wasn't a massive hit with those on the plane when he had to be taken back to the terminal at Charles de Gaulle Airport to be cleaned. And it wasn't a wee problem for the airline. They named no names, but said a passenger had to be escorted off, and that the plane was an hour and a half late to go to Dublin. Oh, that's...
1: God damn it. (laughs) Is it at the beginning the video? Uh, I don't know why it would start halfway through to begin with, but... Oh my God, this is
2: your so you're on a flight bound for
0: lovely Dublin You can't wait to experience the culture And beauty of the city when suddenly a French film star This man <laughs> decides to spoil your mood And urinate in the Isle of the plane you're on Yet passengers weren't exactly thrilled When Gerard Departure Decided to unzip his lights yeah. After being told he couldn't use the toilet During takeoff. According to those on board The 62 year old who's one of France's best known actors Appeared to be drunk during the ordeal well, we can probably
1: imagine uh, okay. he wasn't We did find a video that he was supposed to uh, reenact it, but it wouldn't it wouldn't fucking load. So,
2: yeah, you ever on a website or an article or whatever and they make you pay to read it? Oh, that's that's annoying. But you're trying to scroll down and everything keeps moving because it's loading images in between the text or whatever. And it's it's ads that's loading nothing helpful either. It's so fucking annoying. And
1: then you just leave the website because you're like, fuck this. Right. Well, um, we only, I don't know why it started halfway through the middle, but like somebody unknown had to be escorted off the plane because he peed on a lady. (laughs) But yeah, it was more or less what I remembered. And that happened. I remembered when that happened. I didn't remember anything that followed up from that, so... Memory's weird. What a drunk fucker. I
2: love it, though. It's kind of funny. um, It reminds me of... uh, Have you seen
1: Orson Welles do a... The Peas commercial? Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. He's so (laughs) wasted. Okay, so you know the guy that did the voice for Brain, on Pinky and the Brain? Yeah. So he's he's modeled off Orson Welles. Totally, yeah. They redid the commercial as The Brain. Really? Yeah, in one of the episodes. Like, he's in the giant robot suit, and he's, like, drunk or cartoon drunk because he's eating cheese or something. But he's like, peas! Yeah, I can't fucking remember how it goes. But (laughs) it was fucking... It was literally a shot-for-shot recreation. That's so
2: fucking awesome. Isn't that on the Animaniacs, Pinky and the Brain? Mm -hmm. They were fucking
1: brave, man. They did a lot of, like, adult material. I think that was... I think there's, like, 90% of cartoons... From like the 80s to the 90s were this is for children and this is for potheads sitting on the couch eating cereal. Everything else is kind of a win. Like if parents are going to have to sit there and listen to it, they might as well enjoy it. Like guess they do that a lot for like children's movies. And then it f- further progressed into like these are cartoons for adults. That um, sex your kid watch The Max <laughs> and watch somebody get fucking obliterated. Um, yeah. Wait, the what? The Max max it was a image I think it was an image comic but it was only like a season long um where a dude is kind of psychotic and he switches between superhero okay. <coughs> vigilante and something else I never watched it I have friends that like love it and rave about it I've seen a few clips lately um or like duck man which was very very much not for children or duck man duck man it's literally a duck in the city, he's got a son with two heads, and then like another kid. His best friend's a pig, but he's also like a gumshoe, like hard-nosed gumshoe, tie, hat, and all. Like, that is de- not for kids. No, it was very adult. It was on Cartoon. It was on Comedy Network, uh, Comedy Central. That like, in the nineties. Okay. Dumb yeah, man. you can find it on YouTube. Most of the episodes, kind of like the or the Tick. The Tick mm, was kinda for kids. Like the cartoon. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Although I like the Patrick Warburton TV show, too. Yeah, is it good? Mm -hmm. The new series they made afterwards. Mm Kind of not great. What's what's the deal with The Tick? It's kind of a toss-up between he's an idiot and because he doesn't have any memories of his life. All of a sudden, he's out on the scene fighting crime, but he's like legitimately strong and invincible more or less he just doesn't remember where he came from and he's an idiot and then like all the other superheroes like you have to go get a license to be a superhero like they all have like knockoffs of like Batman, Wonder Woman whoever oh, Okay. and uh, the Tick's partner Arthur has a, like a moth suit and he's just like this nervous whiny stereotypical Jew no, okay. Brought it back. <laughs> no. Uh, no, that's kind of what he is though. It's
2: implied. Okay. So is it like turning the superhero thing on its head? Like making fun it's of it not, a little
1: bit? Yeah, it's it's basically just making fun of it. It's not like the boys where it's like, we're gonna be as grisly and nasty as possible. Right. Or um any story where Superman's a bad guy. It's not like that. It's literally just poking fun out of it. But it's like, it's, it's enjoyable. Kind of like uh... Yeah. Finger Blasting?
2: <laughs> Who's the uh... Not Daredevil. But he looks just like him. Not just like him. He's just got a red suit. Ryan Reynolds plays him. Oh, uh... Deadpool. Okay, so it's kind of...
1: It's not See, as violent... I'm assuming no it's not violent at I all. just mean in the way that the maxes, it plays that, on it but no the tick isn't violent at all it's like very toned down just silly nice I, I, I think the new series was kind of brutal though cause I don't remember but I don't know it, it's just dumb fun but like I think that was one that like wasn't intended for children but ended up being for children I don't really know oh so. Yeah, there's. I, I never watched a lot of TE when I was a kid.
2: Mm-hmm. I watched a f- I later watched some episodes of Animaniacs, and one of the, craziest like jokes for adults that I saw, was um, when they're look they're like searching for fingerprints, mm-hmm. and then um, and they're like and then a guy's holding Prince the singer, dot, dot. Oh. Dot's her name. Oh, okay. i mean, they're Prince, a... and they're like, no, nah, we couldn't do that. <laughs> it's like, holy shit, how do you get away with that? Yeah. It's amazing. I
1: don't know, man. There's, like, the subtle jokes are the best ones, because, like, uh, you know a kid's not going to get it at all. Right, right. Um, I think, like, what, what, what the fuck was I watching? I saw something recently that made me think about it, but, like, you couldn't say Doug, the Rugrats... Cow and chicken, right? They just a silly retarded TV show, right? Where the main antagonist is red naked guy. And he shakes his ass constantly. Oh yeah, okay. Just big naked ass shaking around. He's or, just a naked guy. Yeah. And then or such a weird villain. It was. It was a weird show. But like or Rocco's Modern Life was great at it. Like, the choky Chicken is where they ate, um, Rocco was a sex phone operator for a little while. Seriously? Yeah. It, there's, like, a whole episode about it. Like, when Netflix did, like, a, a revisited movie or re, whatever, people got super upset because the Big Head's kid became trans. It was like, this is so woke and blah, blah, blah. I was like, it's kind of on brand with the TV show, so it's not really that wild. Oh, I see. Interesting yeah but like you, you never know man like it sometimes you go back to look for stuff like that and the show's just fucking terrible yeah like He-Man first season fun He-Man's totally fucking gay um <laughs> I mean maybe not like they don't imply it anyway. It's he's very just, homoerotic the whole show kind of is <laughs> I mean it's like wrestling wrestling is very homoerotic yeah that's um, true yeah but uh Second season sucks.
2: I I know we've talked about this before, but I I still
1: I still like Ren and Stimpy even Mm -hmm. though the The creators creators, like kidnapped the girl. or Something. I think we looked up what what he actually does did. I don't remember. I don't want to know. It's really fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, I remember it being super fucked up. Which sucks. It really sucks. But I still like the show. So there was two versions. There's the original version that came out in the nineties, and then there was the adult newer version. That came out on Comedy Central in the early two thousands. Oh, really? It came out about the same time as Stripperella. Stripperella. Where Pamela Anderson was a stripper and a superhero, written by Stan Lee. Stan, the man Lee of Spider Man, and the Fantastic Four. He wrote that? He did. That's kind of awesome. (laughs) What the show is just like purely to jack off to cartoons. Oh, really? Is it just more or less? So was the new Ren and Stimpy, though. Like, it was super dirty jokes and shit. Really? Yeah. I don't know if I've seen the adult version. It might have been on FX. Well, there's, like, one where there's a naked lady, and, like, she's scrubbing herself with Stimpy's nose, I think. And then Ren is involved, and... I don't know, there's a lot of wild shit in it. Like, they took it as far as they possibly could and got on TV with it. Wow. So... Was it this original creator that made the adult
2: versions? Yeah. Oh.
1: I mean, I think that's what the original goal was. And gotcha. It, he started with that. God, that's fucking weird. So they went from saying crap to almost showing naked ladies to rape or something. <laughs> that's a good show.